The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You chose to take a journey down a long and dangerous trail. Chose to serve your country and we know you served us well. But now you're back and it's our duty to keep you safe and warm. Shake your hand and welcome you back home with open arms. We're America, your family, the land of liberty. We're thankful for your sacrifice, your fight to keep us free. We are America and we truly do believe. You're the backbone of our nation, thanks to you, we're living free. We're a quilt of many colors, and we breathe red, white, and blue. We're America, your country, and America wants you. It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray, along with his prestigious co-host. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray and this week's co-host. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network. Today is June 18th, 2013. I'm Gary Ray along with our co-host Linda Crater, President and CEO for VeteranCaregiver.com. Good morning, Linda. How are you? Good morning, Gary Ray. I am doing just fine this morning. It's uh, interesting weather up here we go from rain to sun to rain to sun we're growing webbed feet i think wait now yesterday was rain is today sun no the opposite oh okay <laughs> boy <laughs> yeah definitely webbed feet you know we're going to be accepting call-ins by the way during our broadcast so if you have a question for our guest dial 866-472-5787 that's 866-472-5787 You know, our guest today is Tiffany Garcia. She's actually from Long Island, New York, and in 2003, she enlisted into the United States Marine Corps, where she served for five years. In 2008, Tiffany finished her enlistment in the Marine Corps and moved to St. Louis with her husband and children. In 2010, Tiffany received a Mission Continues Fellowship and found her calling to help veterans find their purpose and direction after their military service. She now serves as the fellowship program manager for the Mission Continues in St. Louis. I want to welcome you to the show, Tiffany. How are you? Great. Thanks so much for having me. I'm definitely very excited. All right. You know, I have just one quick question for you. Why did you join the Marines? Is it a family? <laughs> is it a family thing, or I mean? Actually, what's funny, I had um, no idea that my uncle was in the Air Force Reserves and that my grandfather had been a Marine. Um, I was independent, 16, thought I knew everything, moved out of my house as a young teenager, 
And uh, as soon as I graduated high school, after being forced to do that by my best friend's mom, I think I definitely <laughs> decided I needed someone who would tell me what to do. So the Marine Corps recruiter was always there and always challenging me. And I just decided that was where I wanted to go. And you're 100% right. At 16, we all know everything, right? I mean, I don't know why you would think otherwise. <laughs> All right. Minda? I am delighted to have Tiffany on today. We've been in contact over the years because we've known, mutually known, a lot of the Mission Continue fellows, which, are the, which is what she's really going to talk about today and, and why the importance of going back and volunteering and being part of another unit and group and the camaraderie. Lots of our folks get lost when they come back and they reintegrate into the community after serving. And the Mission Continues is one of those stellar organizations that uniformly turns out positive, valued members of the community through their fellowship program. And I think I've known over eight of your fellows so far, Tiffany, and each one is more impressive than the next. And I think that's something our communities need to know about. So perhaps you can tell us a little bit about Mission Continues and how it works, and then more about fellows and how to, how to belong and how to become part of it. So the Mission Continues was founded by a Navy SEAL named Eric Greitens. He's absolutely my mentor and my guide on. Um, I think <laughs> that it wouldn't have been for him. I don't really know where I'd be today. But he, he went, he deployed to Iraq and Afghanistan and came home and wanted to visit some of the wounded individuals within the hospital. It just so happened the individuals he went to go see were all Marines. And he asked them, what do you want to do um, now that you're home? What do you want to go do? They all said, we're going to go back to our unit. Uh, you could see by their injuries, they obviously weren't going to be able to do that. So Eric pushed a little bit more and said, well, if you couldn't go back to your unit, what would you want to do? They all said, go be police officers, teachers. teachers. I want to mentor kids that were like me when I was younger so they can be in the same place I am and uh, know that they can do better for themselves. So he noticed that overarching theme that they all wanted to still come home and serve in some capacity or some way. So he came back to St. Louis, uh, worked his hardest, started from the ground up, the mission continues. And the first year, they had three fellows. And just to give you a little bit of insight on that, just three fellows in 2007. And this year alone, we'll have over 300. So he's definitely grown this program and grown our organization to be able to outreach to more veterans. And his whole purpose is to make sure veterans are, our tagline is, we're not a charity, we're a challenge. Mm-hmm. He truly believes that America will keep giving veterans uh, excuses and saying, you know, take a knee, it's okay, take a knee, it's okay. And um, we'll talk a little bit later about Mark Weber, but it's okay to take a knee, but you need to get back up and you need to get up and serve and continue to serve because that's what has been embedded in us and ingrained in us since day one of the military. So what he wants veterans to come home and do is still serve, still find these issues that are plaguing their communities and to get involved, whether that's with children, animals, building houses, disaster relief. He wants veterans to come together and continue to serve and lead America and show them positive influences. Wow. 
You know, Linda's always turning me on to phenomenal organizations that I have no knowledge of. And this is one that I, when I went to the website, I, uh, I think I went through the whole website. Uh, it's a phenomenal group. And uh, how can our listeners get involved? I mean, do you ask for some type of support? So um, there's a great way, and that's obviously letting other post-9-11 veterans know about this program. We obviously are getting the word out there, but it still just boggles my mind. I hear veterans, oh, I've never heard of this. I just, I am a recruiter by heart, and uh, Natasha Young, who's here with me today, almost jumped out of a car the other day because she saw a sticker and knew that that veteran was a post-9-11 veteran and wanted to give them more information about, about what we do. Because um, we know a lot of our veterans are not getting out. They're not getting out. It, you know, they don't know that they should leave the house. And these are the things they should be doing or can be doing. Um, and to be able to show them and get them out. You know, Tiffany, I think you bring up one of the most remarkable pieces that is lost in um, many people's minds. When those who have served come back into their community um, there's often, as you mentioned, take a knee or um, go do something else that does not require as much effort or t- take a rest. You've, you've served. One of the things that Mission Continues does that I think is so incredibly important to emotional health, mental health, physical health, etc., is to foment independence, not dependence. And when we've guided folks to you or when others have requested information on your organization, one of the things I always tell them is that this gives you back your independence. It gives you a place to go each day. You have a mission, hence the mission continues, <laughs> and the, the independence versus dependence. Can you speak a little bit to that culture that seems to be underlying some of the messages that our new veterans are hearing now, I want, I want to be really clear that it is important to rely on resources that are given to post-9-11 veterans. I Absolutely. wouldn't be where I was without my GI Bill, without the VA, and the things that are made available. But those things are available there to make you stronger, mm-hmm. to give you that leg up in what you need. It's your initiative, and it's your gumption that gets you up to continue to serve and not just take. Mm-hmm. You know, this country is not... And we all know there's issues, but this country is great enough to make sure that they take care of the best of their ability. But it's the, re- it's the rest of us to make sure that that mission gets accomplished, that we come home and we're still serving a higher purpose, and that we are the, the beacons and the guiding lights within the community. Absolutely. I think it's, um, I mean, I think the resources are great out there for us. It's, it's amazing that a country can come together like this for veterans. But it's also really important to know with what you take, you should be giving and to make sure you give back to the community. Well, it's that shared responsibility, which is really remarkable in those of your fellows that I have spoken to. So how did um, how did you get involved? What was your fellowship? (laughs) Um, My fellowship is recruiting. (laughs) Um, I really came to a point in my life where I was having a very difficult time. My husband had just got back, well, my ex, but he had just gotten back from um, Iraq. And within three to four months, um, we were already transitioned back into St. Louis and living here in his mom's um, house. So you can imagine going from independent individuals to living in his mom's house uh, with five other people, plus my two children and my husband. 
Um, I tried to go work at the airport because I was an aircraft mechanic in the Marine Corps, and I thought, I did it in the Marine Corps, I could do it here. It's too easy. Um, the day I made Union, I really quit, and I decided it wasn't for me. And then uh, the second thing I did was I tried to be a secretary and realized Marines shouldn't be secretaries. <laughs> <laughs> I, I failed miserably on that one. And I just got to a point in my life where I needed something, and I found Eric and he told me, this is what you're going to do and talk to me a lot more and let me know that I still had potential and that I could still give back. And he goes, you're going to find other veterans potential. You're a motivator. And that's what I do now. <laughs> wow. Great story. Linda, uh, Linda. <laughs> I mean, Tiffany, yes. <laughs> Tiffany, when someone is accepted into the fellowship, uh, what are, uh, I noticed that there were certain steps. What's, uh, could you explain those steps? Um, sure. First, what they do is they go to our website and they fill out an initial application just to tell us a little bit about them and make sure they meet our qualifications. And then from there, they get released a four-page application that they fill out. And all that information is at www.missioncontinues.org. And then from there, they fill out that four-page application and um, they get alerted to one of the three recruiters and we call them right away. And um, we do a small interview just again to make sure they know us and we know them and they understand what they're committing to. Then they find the nonprofit they want to serve at for the six months. We fill out a document that kind of outlines their job description. And then they go through two more interviews, uh, one more interview with another associate and then a final interview with me. And then they go to a board and they get selected on uh, the content in their MOU, them as an individual and them for their character. All right. Well, guess what? It's break time. <laughs> We're going to take a short break. We'll come right back. Uh, uh, everybody keep an eye on our website, theamericanheroesnetwork.com. Information will be posted very soon about a special event. You're listening to the American Heroes Network, and we'll be right back. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. American Heroes Network is a program for and about our American veteran heroes and their families. Join Gary Ray and his co-host as they show what is being done to help our veterans and showcase the companies and organizations that are helping our veterans and their families rebuild their lives. Listen for American Heroes Network, live and powered by the Voice America Variety Channel, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. Now there's a new destination for video content, VoiceAmerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support you. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com.
You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back, and we're here with uh, Tiffany Garcia and Linda. Uh, you came up with a question during the break. Well, I think just for the ease of our listeners, Tiffany, can you precisely explain what a fellowship program is and would look like? So the fellowship program is a six-month commitment um, from a post-9-11 veteran who still has the desire to serve in their community. From there, um, a veteran can go online, like I said, and fill out an application. But what they're committing to is service for six months for 20 hours a week at a local nonprofit that's in line with their goals. So if you're going to school to be a veterinarian, if you're going to school to work with kids or computer, computer management, we want you to look for a nonprofit that needs that support. At this, what this is going to be able to help a veteran do at the same time is transition all those skills they had from the military. Um, and to be able to apply them to the civilian world and figure out how it works and things we should tone down and tone up. Um, I found out as a secretary, people don't like knife hands and, and yelling in the office. So <laughs> I think that um, the mission continues has definitely enabled me to help transition as a veteran and know what's acceptable. And that's not all, but just how to how to really work with my leadership style and how I can change it to fit the civilian world and how it can still be of use and a benefit. Also, um, it's, it's a great benefit to the, to the host organization you're serving. This is a nonprofit that definitely needs volunteers, and they're getting a veteran for 20 hours a week for six months, and it's going to be great. It's going to be an amazing growth pattern that they see just from having that one individual, and it's a benefit to the community. The community gets to see not only that nonprofit grow in the work they do, but they can see it being led by a veteran, and to really be able to see the difference that that one individual can make. You know, Tiffany, one of the things I've noticed about uh, veterans pre and post fellowship is there is such a renewed sense of confidence, accomplishment, and they're good to go. It, It really is a wonderful additional transition program. And I think for that, I'm going to pass off to Natasha Young. Um, who could tell you a little bit about her experience of getting in the program and really what it was able to do for her and where she is today. All right. Hi. Hi. Good morning. Good morning, Natasha. Good morning, Natasha. How are you? Good. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you for having me. Well, maybe you can go through and tell us all about your fellowship. So my, my um, I'd like to say my story started with a once upon a time, but unfortunately it did not. <laughs> um, I served 12 years in the United States Marine Corps. I, I joined in October of 1999, and I, I chose the Marine Corps because I had this, this cousin. Her name was Tommy. She signed up for all the recruiters to get information, and she had subsequently changed her mind. And... In that time, when they were all the recruiters were calling the house, she was like, "Tell them I'm on vacation. Tell them I'm, tell them I'm dead." Um, mm. And the only <laughs> I know, and the only recruiter that said, "Well, hey, what about you?" I was 17 at the time, was the Marine Corps recruiter, and I said, "Well, I'm too young, sir." And he goes, "How old are you?" I said, "17." He goes, "I'll be at your house tomorrow." And I said, <laughs> "I said, oh, 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 oh wow." <laughs> um, it, it took me back a little bit. So the next day, the gentleman came to my house. 
Um, I tried sneaking out a little early, but he was 15 minutes prior to 15 minutes prior to 15 minutes prior. And he got me. Um, he said, give me five minutes of your time, young lady, and I'll change your life. It took him three. Um, I knew from that moment that that was the person that I wanted to emulate. And um, I deployed once in 2005 and again in 2007. I was hand-selected to be the company gunnery sergeant of an explosive ordnance disposal company um, where we had deployed to Iraq. And it was a very tumultuous deployment. Upon returning, I had quickly volunteered for recruiting duty. Um, I knew that if I slowed down, my, my mind idling would be a very bad thing for me. Mm -hmm. And I was stationed ironically in Plymouth, Massachusetts, which is where I'm from. Go Bruins. <laughs> and and um, I was doing really well at recruiting. I submerged myself into work and, and I was doing really well. I, I, ironically, I became pregnant with my son in October of 2008. I gave birth to him in, 2000, in May of 2009. Um, six months after my son was born, I was diagnosed with um, skin cancer Lyme disease, and uterine cancer. Mm. And at that point, I realized my, my 12 years as a Marine was over. Um, that was my, my rock bottom. I was medically discharged. And at 31 years old, I found myself having to figure out what I wanted to be when I grew up as a single mom going through all these health issues. And my brother had told me about this program. And I was on... I was doing a really good job at, at, you know, being the commander of Camp Couch and feeling really bad for myself because I was going through the why me, mm -hmm. um, which is why Mark Weber is so inspirational to me. I know we're going to touch on him later on, but um, my brother had completed this program and he said, you know, Natasha, you need to look into this program. The mission continues. And I said, brother, I, I, I don't I don't need that stuff right now. I have a lot going on. And he watched me go further down the spiral and let me kind of self-destruct for a little bit. And he said, then he made me promise him because he realized that enough was enough. And if I tell you that I, I'm making SpaghettiOs for my son that day was an accomplishment, it truly was. And I, and I knew that had to stop. So he had, he had ironically gave my contact information to this wonderful um, really tenacious recruiter. Her name was Tiffany Garcia. <laughs> <laughs> we think we know her. <laughs> I know. And um, I didn't know this lady from a hole in the wall, and she started calling me. I, I, and I, I, was on term, I was on terminal leave. I hadn't even had my DD-214 yet. And I, she called me twice a week until I had my DD-214. And I wasn't completely sold on the program. I didn't want help. I didn't need help. I was prideful. Um, well, she, she got it. Um, she, she got me to submit it. I figured at worst case scenario, it was a, it would buy me, buy me some breathing room to figure out what I wanted to be when I grew up. And, and I knew that I needed to stop doing what I was doing. So mm -hmm. I submitted my application. I was accepted. I did my fellowship at a, a Northeast Veterans Outreach Center in Haverhill, Massachusetts, where I provided outreach services to our local homeless veterans in my community, which is Fantastic. a very, very growing. It's almost a pandemic where I'm from. Um, and we did, I, I, I worked in the food pantry 
I helped um, administer a Department of uh, a Department of Labor grant. Uh, we I did yoga with Vietnam veterans. I, there, there was nothing that that outreach center did not do for these veterans, from uh, counseling services to um, bash and HUD housing, and I mean, just it was amazing. And I found myself wanting to wake up every day. I found myself wanting to, you know, showering again. I know that sounds horrible, but it's the truth. And um, and ironically, I, I I'm I'm an overachiever. I found myself being that that you know staff sergeant of Marines that I once was, and you know I did exceedingly well in my fellowship. And I remember going to orientation and I feeling very very bad for myself because I had all I had you know these two cancers. Um, which I had to have a hysterectomy for, but I, I met this gentleman on the elevator and I introduced myself to him and he told me a little bit about his story. And in that moment, I was almost ashamed of myself as a human being for ha ever having felt sto sorry for myself because it's a matter of perspective. Um, and that gentleman was Mark Weber because no matter how bad my life got, I'm still here and I owed it to all my friends and brothers and sisters in arms who didn't make it home to lead a remarkable life. I owed it to my son to be a better mom. And upon the culmination of my fellowship, I sent Tiffany Garcia. I started stalking Tiffany back. I, I <laughs> wanted her. Yeah, I wanted her to see how it felt. <laughs> so <laughs> I, it was, I was about maybe not even a couple weeks out from finishing my fellowship. And I said, hey, how about you guys pay me to do what I, what I do best? Because I was a recruiter for the Marines and I was good at it. And I couldn't think of no better way to have a purpose in my life than to find other fellows for this program. Because I just watched the transformation in myself. I felt it. I, I saw what it did for my family. I saw what it did for other friends of mine. Um, and I was grateful and I wanted to pay that forward. So I, but I, I needed a job. I was a single mom. So I said, pay me to do what I do best, you know, hire me. And she goes, hmm, let me call, let me, I'll, I'll, I'll get back to you. And don't you know what? She got me an interview, and that's the story. So I'm now the Northeast Regional Recruiter for the Michigan Continues. Um, I love what I do on a daily basis. And, you know, I'm part of a wonderful team, and I get to work with veterans who inspire me. You know, I, some people work to live. I live to work, and, and, and that's a blessing. Wow. What a great story, Natasha. Yeah. Your child must be very proud of you. He's four. He tells me off half the time, but we're working on that. <laughs> wait, till he's si <laughs> wait till he's 16. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it sounds like this was uh, all your destiny in life. Um, this was part of it. You aimed yourself in the right direction and, and, and took charge and did the job right. Well, thank you. Right. You know, you gloss over it a little bit, but you accomplish so much in terms of your own positive mental health. It's back to that independence. It's back to having a purpose. It's back to having a positive reason and hope to get up each day. This was a marvelous way to help what I'm sure were professional services as well, because you had a heavy load on your shoulders. Um, I did. I, and I'm very grateful to other, you know, services that are available to veterans. Tiffany touched on it, and I'm glad mm -hmm. that she did mm -hmm. because I'm fortunate enough to, you know, I hear people, you know, speak about the, the VA, but where I am at, I love my, my VA healthcare system. I get treated very well. Um, they, they, they took care of me and still do. 
um, and you know, you know, we work with you know the the home base foundation that partners with the Red Sox Foundation mm-hmm. and, and Mass General. We just have a lot of services available to veterans, and that c- accompanied with programs like this. I took advantage of those services to get back onto my feet, and um, that's why I'm, I'm at where I'm at today. Wow. Well, it does take a village, and you used the village. You know, fantastic. All right. Well, it's time for that short break. See, I, I told you how time flies. <laughs> <laughs> Be sure to check out our mobile sponsor, First Class Merchant Services. They are nationwide, and they do provide veteran-run businesses discounts. Give Josh a call, and uh, what do you have to lose? On your smartphone, go to hero.ub1.co. You're listening to the American Heroes Network, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. American Heroes Network is a program for and about our American veteran heroes and their families. Join Gary Ray and his co-host as they show what is being done to help our veterans and showcase the companies and organizations that are helping our veterans and their families rebuild their lives. Listen for American Heroes Network, live and powered by the Voice America Variety Channel, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back, and we're here with our guest, Tiffany Garcia, and we're going to mention her. She has a very close friend that recently passed away. His name was Mark Weber. I I read his story. I've seen his video. This guy is a phenomenal guy. And uh, uh, Tiffany, could you tell us a little bit more about Mark? So I remember when Mark first came to us, he was actually our development director's commanding officer at one point. And uh, he just said, this this man, he needs to come speak to our veterans. He he inspired me so much when I was a young 
soldier. He said, I, I just feel that he can do a lot for this class. The first class he ever came to speak, speak to was Alpha Class 2012 that had Natasha in it. <laughs> so the first experience we ever had with Mark was an amazing one. It was a small, intimate class. It was only about 30 other veterans, and he spoke to us. And uh, he spoke to us about his career. Um, he had spent 23 years in the military and did some amazing, amazing things while he was in. He was actually handpicked to deploy with um, General Petraeus and go back to Afghanistan because of his leadership and because of the name he had made for himself. So to get started back up and, you know, to get back ready for that deployment, he, you know, went for his medical screening, started getting stuff looked at. And when they were doing the medical screening, they found some masses and told him at that point that he could not deploy because he had stage four cancer. Mm. Um, Mark had three sons and a wife. He was about the, the height of his career and couldn't imagine anything else. And um, then he got grounded and told, you know, you have six months to live. Uh, sorry. And sent him back home. Wow. You know, I know he took a knee after that diagnosis and just got himself and said, I'm not going to let this defeat me. Um, this is not going to be my legacy. It's just to go home and die. So he went out and um, he started serving. He started speaking about his experience and he started giving back to people the knowledge he had gained since a young child. So he had started journaling in a book for his kids before they were even born and wrote a book called Tell My Sons. He basically took these letters and the ones that he thought were essential and wrote a book for his kids to understand of the life lessons that he learned because he knew at this point he wasn't going to be able to share them verbally with them anymore. Hmm. I wanted to make sure that every single day they can live knowing what he went through and maybe prevent any hiccups for them later <laughs> and really to instill those values in them and still be with them every day. So he started, he wrote this book in six months. He got it together. I remember when he was going to start it and when he ended it, he was just so into writing it and just passionate and putting everything he had into this book. And uh, he got it together within six months and launched his book and not only that, he managed to come to every single one of our, pretty much all of our orientations and come speak to our veterans. And, you know, we talked about Mark a lot. And I remember one day Natasha's young uh, was being the recruiter that she is said, I don't know why Mark Weber is not a fellow with the mission continues. And Mark took on the challenge and said, I will be a mission continues fellow. Um, Cause at this point it was 2012 and he still had, you know, he still had stage four cancer. He's beat all the odds. He's lived over a year. And he said, I'm going to continue to serve. So he did his fellowship and he, he went every day and he served with higher ground and, and gave back to the community and gave back to the young children at that place, you know, and for a man to know you're given six months to live and you have three sons and a wife went every day to serve, went every day to spread his message at no point did he take a knee? You know, he continued to spread his values and who he was every single day and the sacrifice from his family to let him do that and to live out those final days was amazing. I mean, we can't thank that family enough for sharing such a man with us to be a part of our lives and to inspire us every day. And I think sometimes, you know, he always put everything into perspective. 
always into perspective. Um, he said, no matter what you do, you need to step out of a situation and, and think perspective. And I think that to be able to share that knowledge with all of us and any situation I get into where I think it's a little bit harder, it's a little bit rougher than I can take on, I take a step back and I look at perspective and it's it's crazy to think you never think to do that until someone lays it out for you in a very frank way. <laughs> and uh, he just, constant contact with us and I mean just a, a blessing to have on this earth for as long as we did. Um, he beat it and made it three years after his diagnosis. And I think one of the amazing things is he didn't get, unfortunately, he didn't get to finish his fellowship because um, I think we all knew when we took Mark on as a fellow that he was going to pass away. And he made it very evident to us. And he said one thing he didn't want to do was leave his fellowship unfinished. And unfortunately, that's what happened. But our fellows and volunteers are actually pitching in and getting together and donating and working out the, to end the hours um, for his for his fellowship. So we sent out an email blast to all our uh, all our fellows and we told them there's 184 is 184 hours left and we need to get these hours done. Um, we sent that out on Friday to our fellows and it was done on Monday. Oh, so, fantastic. you know, Mark's now looking down, smiling. His fellowship is complete. He got to say goodbye to his family in a very beautiful way and really got to say goodbye to many of us in such an amazing, beautiful way. That's phenomenal. Tiffany, where, is there a place we can go online to purchase his book? or? Yep, you just go on Amazon and type in uh, Tell My Sons, uh -huh. and you're able to just go ahead and download and buy it. I just sent one to my friend who's in Bethesda having surgery um, because that's how much this book is absolutely marked through and through. When you read any of the words on the page, you can literally see Mark standing there telling it to your face. <laughs> Does he have a website? Yes, um, it is. He has a blog. Um, you can go to tellmysons.com and Right there, if you look at the top left corner, you can leave a note about him. You can learn a little bit more about him and his family and about uh, what he's been through and his experience over the years. And then in the top left corner, uh, it's right there. You can buy his book. And like you mentioned, proceeds uh, go to the organization. A couple organizations, correct? Half, half the proceeds of the book goes to nonprofits. Uh, Mark wanted to ensure that his legacy was kept on and the man he was. So... Part of the proceeds as well go to the mission continues. Phenomenal. All right. So why don't we go ahead and, and explain more about the fellowship? I mean, um, again, remind our listeners how they, can, how they can get involved, maybe getting the word out, whatever is needed. What do we need to do? I think the most important thing to do, and like I said, is making sure other veterans know about this opportunity. And even if they don't, want to serve a fellowship because six months is a commitment, 20 hours a week, and, and you're, you are committed to that six months at that nonprofit. I think that getting the word out and letting veterans know that this opportunity is there. And if you are a civilian or you are a pre-9-11 veteran or post-9-11 veteran that can't serve that commitment, we have service projects across the country where you can come out and volunteer. 
and for a day of service. And it's with a group of veterans and civilians working together to rebuild a school, to clean up a park. Uh, our vet, our post 9-11 veterans put on tons of different projects across the country where they need volunteers to come out and support them, civilian and veterans, because it's important for communities to build and come together to continue their service. Um, if someone can't volunteer or they're unable to um, get out and, and be a part of, we also ask for donations, obviously, so we can offer this opportunity to other veterans and create more service projects to inspire a community and a generation of veterans. And where can they give these donations? They could just go to michigancontinues.org and uh, click on make a donation and all the information's right there that they need. Okay. Now, is the not, is a nonprofit chosen by uh, by the who's it chosen by where you're going to go? <laughs> uh, we absolutely uh, do not push nonprofits on our fellows. Uh, we want them. We have host sites that the organizations that some apply and say, "Hey, we want to host a fellow. This is what we're looking for them to do," and we keep them in a resource bank. And we also do let veterans know if they say, "I want to work with kids," and I have five organizations that apply in their area, I'm going to give that resource to them. But we really push them to say, what do you want to do? What is your mission? What would inspire you to get out of that bed every day? I think that had my nonprofit been really pushed on me and picked for me, I wouldn't have been able to get up every day. And, you know, I, and feel there's no better feeling than getting up out of the bed. I couldn't get out of bed fast enough. I couldn't come home at night. Um, my ex would call and say, hey, it, it's it's seven, it's six o'clock, are you coming home? And I was like, oh, but I got this to do, I got that to do. And, and the mission that I can't put down, my kids are involved with volunteer projects. They understand, they get to meet these veterans that I'm helping. Um, I, there's nothing else that I can ingrain in my life more than this. And I think what's important is when a veteran's finding that host organization, it has to be in line with their goals and their passions. If I tell them they need to go work with animals and they hate animals, that fellowship's not going to give them that sense of purpose. Mm -hmm. That's not going to get them the feeling that they need to put the Xbox controller down and get out of the house or, you know, they need to commit this extra 20 hours if they're not passionate and feel compelled to get up and do that every day. Phenomenal. This is truly a phenomenal organization. Um, you know, I wish I had that opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> um, you do have the opportunity you can come out to a service project and serve alongside us and get to meet a bunch of our other veterans that have been in our program and other donors and sponsors that believe in the work we do alright we can do the show right from there <laughs> I think next time we'll have to plan that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good idea that'd be pretty wild All right. <laughs> again why don't we go ahead and, and give another uh, place where they can go ahead and get that a book from Mark uh, and then after that, we're going to take a short break, and we'll come back uh, for, uh, for the last uh, couple of minutes of the show. So why don't you go ahead and give us that address one more time? Great. If you're interested in Mark Weber's book, and um, you can go to www.tellmysons.com, and you'll get all the information on the book and his blog and the media he's done. All right, all right. We're going to go ahead with an early couple of second uh, uh, short break here. Be sure to check out our new website, uh, actually a supporter, Brave Marketing Concepts. You're listening to the American Heroes Network, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. 
Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. American Heroes Network is a program for and about our American veteran heroes and their families. Join Gary Ray and his co-host as they show what is being done to help our veterans and showcase the companies and organizations that are helping our veterans and their families rebuild their lives. Listen for American Heroes Network, live and powered by the Voice America Variety Channel, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to AmericanHeroesNetwork at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. And as we were on break, uh, uh, Linda came up with a really good uh, uh, sort of a rarity that we have here. Go ahead, Linda. It's really an observation. <laughs> um, it is not common to, to find such wonderful engaging. Obviously, you're both born to be recruiters. Um, but female veterans who are leading the way in this way. You mentioned from the very beginning that um, Mission Continues is not a charity. It is a challenge. And I'm just honored that you both could be on today. I did have a question regarding, um, I'll call it logistics a little bit. Is it possible for veterans with various disabilities to also participate or apply for a fellowship? Absolutely. I don't feel there is a disability that would refrain a veteran from continuing to serve in their own way. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we've had from half their body being paralyzed to maybe just mental disabilities to no disabilities at all. Um, we're just lucky to get out of the military okay. Um, so I think that if you do have a disability, it is great to address it. That way we can make up a fellowship that will be able to accommodate, but not to give up on yourself because no matter what, you still have something to give back. We just need to figure that what that is and harness it. Fantastic. Of the um, service groups, is, is there any great uh, variation among uh, whether it's Air Force, Marine Corps, <laughs> Navy, etc. Because obviously you're overrepresented here today. Yes, um, we definitely. Our army is definitely our biggest, and it's mm-hmm. it's pretty much on the same. If you look at the DoD statistics, we're right on track. The amount of army we have coming in versus every other branch is right on, right on mm-hmm. track. I'm really excited. These past two years, we've gotten some Coast Guardians out oh, <laughs> that are really participating in this program and have done fantastic things. So I, I love that we have a diverse group of veterans, National Guard, Coast Guard, Army, Marines that come in here and continue to serve. You know, I'm so grateful that you mentioned the Garden Reserve. So often in so many of these programs, they're neglected or not encouraged. Um, and they, of, of many, are having more difficulty uh, adjusting back into the community. So that's a fantastic 
uh, statistic that you've got there that you are inclusive of, of all of the service branches as well as knowledgeable about the Garden Reserve. Any special notes on those? It's Bruce? just, I just believe that if you signed the dotted line and you had a deployment and you gave back in a way, um, you know, then you can't find your way here at home. This is the program. I mean, I, I don't diminish anyone's service over anyone else. In the end, we all raised our right hand and, and did the same thing. So true. All right. And again, uh, you know, having, like um, Linda mentioned earlier, two veterans on, two female veterans on at the same time. This is a first for uh, our station <laughs> anyway. For, for the American Heroes Network, it's a first. And, and we'd love to do it again. Uh, so, you know, we will definitely have you back on the show. I, I We re- definitely appreciate it. We have veterans um, that can fit all demographics because that's truly what we represent here. Um, I think a lot of times some organizations, it, it's because of donors. You have to focus on what that nonprofit does. I'm very grateful that I work for an organization that's all-encompassing and mm-hmm. really tries to capture what, post 9-11 veterans represent and it's not what we see on the media our veterans are so much more you know to take the one percent for the 99 percent that are serving is is rough sometimes but this is the way you can make the difference by showing through action what the difference is with our post 9-11 veterans and what we truly represent coming home you enhance the communities that's the the important thing that I think people need to realize is that veterans truly enhance the value of a community, the value of service, and the camaraderie and the the continued service and dedication. Are, these are all values that this country definitely needs to continue to exemplify. And we always talk with words, but actions speak so much louder than words. And Mission Continues truly honors that premise. So we are grateful to have you on today. Thank you. Oh, no, I definitely appreciate it. I think the more veterans we get sharing their story and about their service and what they're doing here at home can start the trickling effect of a nation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there, there's so much we can do. And I mean, all it's, it's weaved in the fabric of our being is to live by, you know, lead by example. And if we're not leading and we're not doing the right thing at all times, then what are we showing America when we come home? Amen. (laughs) Now, Tiffany, if you could uh, broadcast something to all the veterans out there, what would you tell them? No matter what you do, you can still give back. Um, No matter what you do, you served over in Iraq and Afghanistan and across the, the globe. And you set up other communities and you helped other nations get it together. Just because you're home and you're taking your uniform off doesn't mean your job is done. Um, You need to get back to work. You need to find an issue within your community and you need to address it. You need to be the the one that leads by example and makes the difference and continues to serve by example and to continue to give back to the community. Phenomenal. (laughs) <laughs> that's real good <laughs> I told you they were a great organization <laughs> yes, I, yes they are I feel like joining <laughs> I just it's really it's really unique I think that it's amazing to see a concept like this I mean and it's crazy to me that it hasn't existed for Vietnam vets for Korean vets and for other veterans because it's it's an age old thing that happened when 
the World War II veterans came home. They were the greatest generation. And it, it was because we gave them the ability to come home and lead a country. And I think that the veterans today, that's what they need. They need that mission coming home. They need that America saying, so what are you doing? What is your post-service? How are you giving back? How are you still contributing to society? Um, how are you still using all those skills you gained in the military and bringing them back here to us so we can better the community and we can be those leading example for children? Absolutely. So Mission Continues offers that continuing opportunity to be challenged, to have the mission, and to continue to lead. Does that sum it up? That's absolutely it. <laughs> and gain confidence in your, <laughs> I think just to gain confidence in your skills and abilities. I mean, I didn't know how all that that I gained from the military was going to transfer. I really didn't until I got to the mission continues. And I, I really got to see it in other veterans giving back and me and what that confidence and just my skills and abilities and what I do have. I'm just not going to go to school. I'm going to make a difference while I go to school. And every single one of your fellows exemplifies that after and during their fellowships. It's quite amazing. They are amazing individuals, and I am very fortunate to have them in my life to help motivate me and propel me to get out of bed every day. Somehow I don't think you have much challenge in that regard, but <laughs> not, not, we not agree not. with you. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, our show is coming to a close. I'd like to thank Tiffany Garcia and Natasha Young for being with us today. And hopefully we can have you back, right? Absolutely. All right. Now, Tiffany, tell us, our listeners, one more time on how they can find out more information about Mission Continues. So if you'd like to more find out more information about the Mission Continues, you can visit www.missioncontinues.org. And right. if you're interested in the fellowship, um, you're a post-9-11 veteran, just follow the prompts to apply for a fellowship or give one of us, the recruiters, a call, and we'd be happy to help. All right. And also, how to get Mark's book? They can go to www.tellmysons.com. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Any closing remarks, uh, Tiffany? I just really want to thank you guys um, for your time and to really recognize the work that we do here. I, it's important and it's the driving force of what's going to change this generation of veterans. All right. Natasha, are you still hooked up? No, she, uh, oh, she actually okay. she went on to recruiting. <laughs> oh, already jumping in. All right. <laughs> all right. Now, Linda, do you have any closing remarks at all? No, I've, I've always admired this organization. I I talked with Eric Greitens very early on. Mm -hmm. I think it was the first book or the second book. I'm not sure which. But every single person I've met through the organization is just stellar and a leader. And I strongly encourage our veterans to go and find out about fellowship. You're, you're, you're just starting when you come back here. And don't miss the opportunity to be challenged, to have the mission, and to regain the confidence that you really have within you. All right. Well, I'm Gary Ray, along with Linda Crater, signing off. And thanks for listening to the American Heroes Network, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel. Have a terrific week. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray and his co-host again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. We are America, and we truly
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.